The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, I am so glad you are able to join NUMA Podcast today. The key text for this podcast is the Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 5, verse 1 to 11. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep, and let down your nets for a draught. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night, and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word I will let down the net. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes, and their net brake. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships, so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him, at the draught of the fishes which they had taken. And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. And when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. Join me again as we pray. Eternal King of Glory, I thank you just now for your mercy and your loving kindness and for the opportunity to be able to bring your word to the world. Lord, I ask today that you will sanctify the sound of my voice, that your word will come to your people as you have given me, that they will receive encouragement in all that they do, in all that they're passing through. Father, that together we will become victorious, knowing fully your purpose for us here on this side of eternity. And I seal this prayer in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The title of this podcast is Giving Up for the day. Giving up 
for the day. Have you ever been disappointed in any way? Especially when you put in a lot of effort in your work. Everyone goes out to work, expect to be paid. Everyone who invests expects to make profit of the investment. This is why the Bible say in the book of 1 Timothy chapter 5 verse 18, you may not tie the mouth of a cow when it is walking on the grain to beat it out. And also the man who works should be paid for it. But as you know, it is not always the case in business and wage earning employments. I recently heard of some civil servants in an African nation that have not been paid their wages for the last five years due to no fault of their own, but as a result of some corrupt government system in that country. Our key text today, that is Luke chapter 5 verse 1 to 11, is different from this scenario as it relates to a particular gentleman fisherman and his work colleagues on the shore of the lake of Gennesaret, modern day northern Israel, a little over 2,000 years ago. To have a clear picture of what transpired on the occasion at that Gennesaret beach, it is important that we understand a little bit about the main character, which is Simon Peter. This is because every human being is uniquely created by the Almighty God for a purpose, and therefore the character trait of an individual must align with the divine barometer. Peter, no doubt, is one of the most captivating disciples of Jesus Christ, who was profoundly devoted to the mission of Christ on earth. Prior to this awe-inspiring encounter with Jesus Christ, Simon Peter was a subsistent local fisherman who daily engaged with his trade by going to the sea to catch some fishes for sale. His sustenance depended on his daily catch, so much so that any day he failed to catch fishes, he and his family would be out of pocket. This is why his daily income was so important to him. Although very remarkable in his discipleship, Peter was an unlikely symbol of stability, one who was ruled by his head and not by his heart. But you see, my brothers and sisters, when you open up to Jesus Christ, he makes all things new. That was what happened to Peter when he encountered the master of the universe. From that day, Peter didn't have to go fishing for fish anymore. You know why? He got a new job, the job of following Jesus Christ and helping others to follow Christ too. It is called in biblical parlance, discipleship and making of disciples for Jesus Christ. Like any normal night out to the sea, Simon, Peter and his friends headed out hoping for a big catch, but to their disappointment, nothing, even a little crayfish. They toiled and toiled until they decided to call it off. 
Have you ever been in that place where you have given your all and nothing? Maybe you are out of job and have written countless applications and none of it was even acknowledged not to talk of being offered an interview. Maybe you gave your best performance at work or at school and yet they are considered substandard and you are about to give up or have already thrown in the towel. Let me encourage you today my brothers and sisters. You are not alone. This is a well-worn footpath walked by many before you. And here is what happens when you have reached the end of yourself. When you have run out of uh, steam, of emotional and physical strength. Now, verse 1 and 2 of our key text, that is Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to 11, says, Now, while the multitude pressed on him and heard the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. He saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. These verses set the stone of the miracle that was about to happen for these men. First, notice that Jesus Christ was at the very place where they were. He saw two boats, which happened to be Simon's and his friends. These boats could have been other persons. Also, note that the B part of verse number 2 said they had gone out of the boats and were washing their nets. What this is saying to us is that they were practically done for the day and as a result gave up hope for the day and hoping to return the next day as they needed the money for their families and to pay taxes. But now they had to wash the nets and prepare them for use another time. Certainly not today because it has passed the time for fishing. Sometimes, my brothers and sisters, life can be so difficult keeping up with time and with nature. But the truth is this, with God all things are possible. And you find the reference in Matthew chapter 19 verse 26. So, verse number 3 says, Jesus Christ entered into one of the boats which was Simon's and asked him, to put out a little from the land, he sat down and taught the multitude from the boat. Imagine how frustrated such command could have been after a disappointing, tiring, fruitless day. Yet they obeyed this strangely stranger and did as he commanded. They pulled their boat a little from the land into the lake. My brothers and sisters, in Jesus Christ, it was frustrating command. Nevertheless, they obeyed. They made themselves available to his service and willing to. We were not told that Jesus asked any other fishermen, but it's setting that there were many other boats out there. It is not surprising that Jesus Christ chose these guys because he knew their hearts were right for the task ahead of them and the miracle that they were about to experience. 
If you are listening to this podcast today, do not be disappointed because of the momentary failure, because you have been chosen for a higher task ahead of you. The fact that your boat is empty today does not mean it is a permanent situation. Doesn't mean that that's how it's going to be. It is so easy nowadays to feel inadequate and even useless at the face of technology, at the face of the things we see, at the face of the crisis around us. But you know what? Your boat is empty today so that it can be filled tomorrow. God sure know that you are tired. God knows. God understand your frustration about your difficulties in fulfilling your day. Yet, he chose your boat for his mission. What this is showing us is that when we are willing to give our all to Jesus Christ, he's more than able to fulfill our day. This is Numa Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. It is also worthy of note that God does not depend on our goodness to bless us. It is not the money you give that changes the heart of God as some assume in some quarters. If that is the case, then my brothers and sisters, Calvary is meaningless because the book of John says this. That's John chapter 3 verse 16, which I believe most people know by heart now. God loved the people of this world so much that he gave his only son so that everyone who has faith in him will have eternal life and never really die. What God is looking for in our relationship with him is our hearts. And no wonder Psalms chapter 51 verse 17 have this to say, the gifts on altar that God wants are a broken spirit. Oh God, you will not hate a broken heart and a heart with no pride. Verse 4 of our key text, and that's Luke chapter 5 verse 1 to 11, said, When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Here comes the second command. Notice that in verse 3, Jesus Christ asked them to put out a little from the land. They did that. He used the boat for teaching and here he says to them again, put out into the deep and let down your net for a catch. Seeing that they have passed the first test of obedience in little things by putting out a little from the shore, it is time for the bigger test. The main test of putting out into the deep. Yes, your level of trust at this point must be deep to sustain the faith you have in Christ. It has got to be deeper than all your life experiences put together. When they launch out into the deep, they must let down their nets for the catch of their lives. It may appear inconsistent with these fishermen because they have been in this business all their lives. 
In fact, the Gospels describe Peter as coming from the fishing village of Capernaum on the Sea of Galilee. So, he knows the rule and experience has taught them that they must go home now and return another day. But here, Jesus Christ, who is the master of the universe, is instructing them to do the opposite. Remember, at this point, Simon Peter and his friends were being recruited, and so their understanding of things, as uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14 said, People who do not have God's Spirit do not accept the things that come from His Spirit. They think these things are foolish. They cannot understand them because they can only be understood with the Spirit's help. In verse 5, the human spirit in Simon Peter offered a little resistance to this incongruous demand to let down the nets. He said to Jesus Christ, Master, we walked all night and took nothing, but at your word, I will let down the net. Here again, Peter seems to recognize Jesus Christ as master and complain, but then his best instinct took over when he said, although we have walked all night and we know that the odds are against us, but because you asked us to, we will obey. Obey the deed. Brothers and sisters, Many times, the circumstances of our lives show that we can or cannot do certain things. We are limited by the level of education we have, by the limited opportunities around us. But if only we would learn to put our trust in Jesus Christ and do as he asked us to. If we would understand that Jesus Christ is the master of the universe, if only we can be encouraged by God's presence, we would see the miraculous in our lives. Your only interest may be fishes, but God has a better plan, plans that are beyond mere fishes. However, to key into such plans, we must learn not to give up for the day, especially when Jesus Christ is in the horizon. Verse number 6 and 7 says this, When they had done this, they caught a great multitude of fish, and their nets were breaking. They beckoned to their partners in the other boat that they should come and help them. They came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. To obey God is better than anything else. When they did as they were told, they caught so many fishes that they had no room for. They had to call their friends who had empty boats to fill theirs too. That is what God's blessing can do. When it comes to you, it must flow to others that do not have. But if you want to keep them all to yourself, it will break your vessel. It will break your ship. It will break your boat. For those of you listening today that are fortunate enough to have plenty, you must become a blessing. You must become a vessel of blessing to others that don't have so that they too may be a part of the blessings of God in your life. God's word said categorically in Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22. 
The blessings of the Lord makes a person rich, and he had no sorrow with it. Verses 8 to 10 of our key scripture says this, But Simon Peter, when he saw it, fell down at Jesus' knee, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, Lord. For he was amazed, and all who were with him at the catch of the fish which they had caught. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people alive. Brothers and sisters, here lies the crux of all the divine arrangements. The reason why there was no fish to catch on the day that Jesus Christ appeared on the shore of that Lake Genesaret. The reason why he had to borrow their boats. The reason why he had to wow them with his wonders. Jesus Christ knew their hearts and wanted them. But first, he must show them a little of his identity. Peter and his friends immediately saw their inadequacies in the presence of God's incarnate. They were humbled and all the discouragement of the hours before disappeared just like that. They were to be new people. They have seen the miraculous. They have encountered the one who came from God. I like how the Philip's Bible renders the wisdom of God. And that's in Romans chapter 11 verse 33. It says, Frankly, I stand amazed at the unfathomable complexity of God's wisdom and God's knowledge. How could man ever understand his reasons for action or explain his methods of working? For who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has become his counselor? Friends, this whole story of Peter and his friends encounter with Jesus Christ on this day climaxes with an interesting episode. They suddenly forgot all the needs for money and all their frustrations. The last verse of our key text stated, when they had brought their boats to land, they left everything and followed him. Wow. Brothers and sisters, even though they were giving up for the day on fishing, little did they know that they were going to be a part of something much, much bigger than them. On the day of Pentecost, the unlearned Galilean fisherman took to the podium to proclaim the risen Jesus Christ so eloquently, so much so that the Bible said in the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 41, those who believe what Peter said were baptized and added to the church that day, about 3,000 in all. Peter became a fisher of men instead of fishes. And you know what? Whenever you find yourself at the cusp of giving up, remember always that God may have something bigger in store for you. 
And this is why you must not give up even when you feel like giving up, even when circumstances say you must give up. God bless you. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, thank you once more for a time like this with my brothers and my sisters around the world. I pray today, God, that like Peter and his friends, we will learn not to give up, even when every circumstance surrounding us say we must, even when we don't understand. Help us to obey you, O God, your simple instruction, so that we can be a part of your blessing, those blessings that you have earmarked for us. Lord, I ask all of this in the name of Jesus Christ, the one who is coming back again. Amen. Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.